What's up, Des Moines? This is the Fit Des Moines Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Doc Brian Ladd. On this podcast, we're going to talk about all things related to health and wellness in Des Moines. We'll interview clinicians and coaches from around the metro to get to know them and learn how we can continue to lead long, active, and healthy lifestyles. Let's get started. The Fit Moines Podcast is sponsored by Kaizen Health and Wellness. At Kaizen, we help active people in the Des Moines area get out of pain, become injury-free, and back to the sports and activities they love. We do this by working on four different areas. That is, movement, nutrition, sleep, and stress management. When we optimize these four areas, you not only feel better, but you move better, and you can continue to live your best life. Head to kaizenhealthandwellness.com to learn how we can help you get back to doing the things you love. What's up, Des Moines? Doc Glad here with the Fit Moines Podcast. Today I have Taylor White with Art of Life Salon and Spa. How's it going, Taylor? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So let's get started by having you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background and what you're doing now. Yeah, um, so my name is Taylor White. I am 28 years old. I live in Polk City right now with my fiance, and we have no kids. We just have cats. Um, I graduated from the Aveda Institute, West Des Moines, which is... um, yeah, in West Des Moines for um, massage therapy. And I currently work at Art of Life Salon and Spa in Urbandale, which I've been there for seven years. I graduated back in 2013. Um, and straight from there, I went to a chiropractic office, which I absolutely loved, but I am very passionate about the Aveda, um, just Aveda in general. They're pretty plant-based and all natural organic. So that's kind of why I went back to them and I plan on being with them hopefully for a long time. So I love the company and I love what I do. Yeah, that's great. Seven years is a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> Still going strong. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. What got you into massage therapy? Um, growing up, I was in a lot of sports and we always had, you know, a massage therapist on the team or like a physical therapist just to help with the athletes. And I always just kind of fell in love with that and wanted to help people kind of like they did just growing up in the sports world it just was super common to make sure you got you know took care of yourself during sports so we didn't get hurt and that was just really cool to see and have them on our team too so sure yeah I think I was uh uh, my mom spoiled me in high school because after every football game I'd go get a massage and yeah yeah just feeling like complete crap and just sore and barely able to move. And mm-hmm. I think they're like a new person, you know, and not sore at all, like move about freely. I, I agree. Yeah. And it wasn't as common back then. Unfortunately, I feel like now I, I see a lot of younger athletes now, but back then I don't feel like it was as common and people really don't, you know, now it's more of a thing. Massage therapy is becoming more of a thing, especially in sports and stuff. So mainstream. Sure. Yeah. It's like, what, like, where'd that shift come from? Do you think? I don't know. Um, I would say more people probably get it. I don't know. Getting hurt. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like it's just more of a thing right now and having sports become bigger and more blown up and with the media and everything. Like, I just feel like it's more of a thing now and keeps people going longer. And yeah. Cause I, when I was in sports, 2000, you know, 10 to 13, again, I don't feel like it was that more, it wasn't as common, I don't feel like. I didn't really, 
we had a massage therapist on our team, but I didn't really get as many massages as I should. I probably would have saved me a few years of sports, I think, if I would have gotten yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And even thinking back to like when I was in high school, I don't think, at least that I know of, I don't think anyone else went and got massages. Like it just, was, yeah. you would just kind of be right. a little bit and brush it off and <laughs> keep Yeah, and that's why I see you now because I have an injury from back then <laughs> that could have got resolved, you know, but it didn't. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can you, I know this is kind of a broad question. Um, there's all different types of massages. Can you just explain like a little bit about the differences? I don't know, are there different massage types of massage therapists or different specialties? Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, every person, you can specialize in different things. So for instance, I, a lot of my clients, um, not all of them, I do a bunch of different techniques, but I really like to focus on like the athletes and I do cupping massage and I do a lot of deep tissue work, but someone else might do more prenatal work or they might do more, you know, reflexology or just in ge relaxation in general. Everyone is so different. Yeah. And you, when you go to school, you basically get the basics and it's up to you to go back to school and do your con ed. So you can, there's so many different, you know, con ed classes that you can take and that's kind of where you can go and specialize and what you want to specialize in. So okay. I cupping is a thing that I went back to do that I love, you know, was the class that I love taking. So yeah. yeah. Now for like the athletic population, do you recommend they get massages so often or like what's the frequency with that? I usually say every four weeks. It depends on, you know, if you're you know, a high school football player, for instance, I actually do see a few of those and yeah. I recommend them, you know, at least every four weeks because I mean, obviously they work super hard with their bodies and I know they probably get some at school too, but just more focus on that aspect. And, um, some people even come every two weeks. It really just depends on how active they're being or what they're doing. And, um, yeah, I see. I have some one weekers. I have some two weekers, four weekers. But I always, yeah, it's good to do a lot of stuff at home too. You know, always keep moving, keep active, do your stretches, drink your water, kind of all of that right. homework. Really tell yeah. them to do too. Yeah. Can you explain to us a little bit uh, just about cupping and what it is, and then what it does for people? Yep. So it's a form of alternative medicine that uses um, suction cups. I wish I would have brought them with me. Um, but basically, they suction onto your muscle, and it basically what it does is it pulls out um, like blood from underneath your muscles or old stagnant blood, and it will your body will replace the muscle with healthy circulating blood. So it helps with circulation, helps with muscle tension. It kind of helps repair the muscle tissue, um, and it's something that has been around for so long, but that's another thing that's coming back too is cupping. It's been around, you know, forever, but it's Michael Phelps. I don't know if everyone watched the Olympics, but he kind of started it again with all the cups on cupping marks on his back. And it, that's when it kind of blew up again in the athletic world. Yeah. Yeah. That was about the time I had just joined the Navy and was I was a new physical therapist and I had so many people coming in and asking me if I did cupping because they saw it on Michael Phelps and they wanted to try it and I yep. can't do it so it was just frustrating it's like I can't do this I don't know it like mm -hmm. <laughs> what else but yeah now I've kind of dived into it a little bit too and uh, we do it but I get questions about it all the time everyone's super interested in it and just what it does and how it makes them feel but 
Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's like, yeah, it's a deep muscle detox and it's kind of like deep tissue without using your hands, but sure. it's really deep in there. So, yeah. Now, do you use any like, any, do you do any like tool assisted massages or anything like that? Well, I use uh, the Graston, like the uh, myofascial release tool as well. Okay. Which is just like helps break up tissue and everything like that. So it's kind of like cupping without you, you know, getting super deep. It's more of like on the surface. Yeah. Um, otherwise, those are the tools that I use in my massages. Is, those are the big ones. Yeah. Do you find your athletes like really enjoy those things in particular? Oh yeah, they do. And you know, and I guess when I say athletes, like you don't have to be an athlete to get cupping done. It's just more targeted toward those people. Sure. Like sure. if you're gonna get a relaxation massage, most people aren't gonna want cups on there <laughs> either. So you're right. Um, but I think they do love it. Yeah, I think it actually it's, it's super beneficial. I've had, I've had a lot of good feedback from doing cupping. Sure. Um, sure. A lot of people think it helps, and it's kind of more of a quick fix. So it really does. And, you know, it helps long-term, but it, I love it. I love it I, even on myself. Like, I don't think I could ever not get cupping done when I get a massage, so. Yeah. Now, you're, as a, like, a provider, you're helping people feel better all the time, but what do you do for yourself to feel better or to stay healthy? I, I definitely get massages, too, every four weeks. I work out three times a week, sometimes even a little bit more. Um, make sure I eat pretty healthy during the week. So I just really try to make sure I keep my body healthy and drink a lot of water, which is super important. I've been really working on drinking a lot of water. So yeah, that does help a lot. Sure. What do you, what type of exercise do you like to do? Um, we like to bike me and my fiance bike quite a bit. Um, and then I go to the gym th infinity three times a week is for our hit training team training. Um, and just walking. I mean, I used to like to run, but I kind of figured out walking is a little bit better for me and just, you know, taking really long runs or long walks too. So yeah, but yeah. biking's our big thing in the summer. Sure. Do you guys have a favorite trail you like to go on? Um, we moved up to Polk city a month or a month, a year ago or about two years ago. And they have a lot of trails up here that are, um, super hilly, but they really get a good workout and it's the Neil Smith Smith trail up in Folk city. So okay. it kind of goes, it connects to downtown, which is nice. We usually start up here and go downtown, which is 20 miles probably yeah. there. Yeah. Which That's is, it's a great, it's a good trail. Yeah. I love the trails around here. I mean, just like you said, to be able to go from Folk city to downtown and back. Is yeah. So it's cool. crazy. It connects. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Now, um, moving forward, what, uh, what motivates you Taylor? Um, I think just helping people in general and just hitting goals and I'm a huge goal. I like to hit all my goals. So I want to help people hit their goals. And I just think that's super important, you know, looking into the future, what do you want to achieve? And yeah, I just I think that's important. Yeah. Now do you like, how do you track your goals? Um, well, I, I don't know if, depending on what kind of goal, but like for a food goal, for instance, like, yeah. you know, I use the app, I use my fitness pal. I always track what I eat or okay. I, always, I always, I like to journal. I like to write down what my goals are. And if I don't hit them, if I look back in that and I'm like, Oh, I didn't hit that. Then I really get on myself. And honestly, like miss missing a goal makes me more motivated because it's like, well, now I really have to like do it. And, um, I think that's 
yeah. super important. Just to write them down on paper, kind of keep yourself accountable. Sure. Hold yourself accountable. How do you help your clients meet their goals? Um, I mean, I kind of stay on them. Like I, you know, if they want to get better, you know, I right. tell them like, do this. And if you come back in four weeks and you don't feel good, then it's like, but did you actually do, you know, did you do the extra walking? Did you drink your water? I mean, right. kind of just stay on them and even tell them like my experiences. Like, I mean, I get it. It's hard. Life is just insanely busy. So it's hard, but even just, you know, reminding them or I always like to check in with a lot of my clients. So I'll text them. I have a lot of them on text or social media. So I'll kind of just reach out halfway through and ask them how they're doing. And that's always, that's been a good, you know, source. too. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like you mentioned, this year has been kind of crazy. So like, how has, how has COVID changed things for you and for your, your business as a massage therapist? Um, well, it sent me back two months. So in March 17th was the day that I went on. Um, I wasn't working for two months. And when I came back to work, I wasn't sure how busy I would be. But I ended up being really busy when I came back. Everyone, you know, it's nice that my clients trusted me and I trusted them. And sure. um, I, it's kind of it was kind of nice because a lot of people realized, like, how much massage was a necessity for them, not so much a want. Because a lot of them were like, you know, my body was so different during those two months. I wasn't getting massages. And even for my own body, too, I kind of noticed. I was like, I took it for granted a little bit. Like, I need, this is what I need this to keep going and um, to feel good. And they kind of saw that, too. And, yeah, I'm, I'm right now I'm pretty busy. And, you know, it was nice having two months off to rest. But <laughs> I'm glad being back. I need it. I, yeah, it was definitely different. <laughs> yeah. Well, and with all the uncertainty of this year, I, you know, there's just a lot of stress and tension going around. I mean, just me yeah. to my own patients, it's it's pretty apparent. Um, and I'm sure that's yeah. something you've noticed too with with your practice. Oh yeah, yeah. So so much uncertainty. I mean, it's like, are we going to go back on yeah. a quarantine or what? So it's just day by day. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to stay positive. Yeah, and I'm sure you like. I'm just from my own experience getting massages. I'm sure you can tell a difference when someone comes in and they're tense and they're stressed versus when they leave an hour or hour and a half later or whatever it is. And you know, you just see that like yeah. relaxation in their body and in their face and Oh yeah, that's I love seeing that. Yeah. I love it. It's just yeah. a good feeling. Right. Rewarding, right? It's super rewarding. Yeah. I love when people can just relax and you know, the hour of to a lot of people is just an hour alone by themselves. You know, even mentally, it's, I almost think it's sometimes better mentally than physically. Yeah. For some people. Absolutely. Um, moving on to some like Spitfire questions. What are you best at? Um, probably, yeah, cupping probably. That'd be like my big thing right now in massage. Yeah. That's and then what are, what's something you struggle with? Um, honestly, practicing when I preach, like I do get my massages, but I need to be better for myself, like going home and doing my own stretches. And you know what I mean? Just kind of doing my own homework is what I struggle with. Like I, 
definitely, yeah, practicing when I preach. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like I, it is hard. I, I mean, like you need to do your mobility work. You need to do this, and I I'm push people, like, and I want to them to do it, and I do it. I do do it, but it's just like I need to be better at saying like, oh, I do it. You know, if I can do it, so can you, and I do, but I could do it a lot better as well. So right, we're all doing right. Yeah, right. It's trying. <laughs> yeah. So, what would you say is the like number one thing that people can do to maintain their health and fitness? Um, I would just say, I mean, it, there's so many different aspects, you know, physically, mentally, you know, eat right, drink water, you know, sleep. I think sleep's super important. Just all around, I think, you know, again, keep like a journal, like how long are you sleeping? How long, you know, just an all around the clock, like eat right, sleep good, sure, work out, move, keep moving. You know, I think that's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would you say, what are the qualities that make a successful client for you? Um, someone that just kind of listens to what I'm saying and takes my advice and, um, you know, being honest as well. If you don't, you know, tell me if you're not liking something or if you're not doing something just because I think communication within any in industry that's in health yeah. I think communication is huge. So as long as someone's relaying to me what they like and what they don't like, we can you know work together to make it better or make it you know what they want. Yeah, yeah. Now a lot of other people I've interviewed for this, we've talked about like mindset and like the mental health aspect of things. And I've, I mean, we've interviewed like physical therapists and dietitians and all kinds of different uh, healthcare providers. Would you say? Like, is there, is there an aspect of, like, the mental health and mindset with your practice as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I think the term mind over matter is always what comes into play. I mean, I think mental health in today's society, I think, is, you know, I think it needs to be so much better. And I feel like a lot of, again, like a lot of my clients come in with physical pain, but a lot of them come in with mental you know, a lot of, it's a lot of mental too. Like, I mean, I'm a therapist for a lot of them. I mean, most people, 50, 50, some will relax, but some of them will just talk to me the whole time and we'll just talk about life. And, but I think that's their, you know, getaway. And if that's what, you know, helps them, it's yeah. again, I think massage therapy is a huge mental um, thing more than even more than just physical. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I started, you know, halfway through my, you know, my career is, it's a lot of, you know, mental and stuff. So, right. Yeah. Even I, for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know for like myself going through school, we, we had to learn so much psychology, so many different psychology classes, both in undergrad and in physical therapy school. And at the time I was like, what are we doing this for? Like, yeah. I'm a physical right. therapist. We're going to take people through exercises. And right. Know, what? Like several years later, it's like half my job is more of like, the psycho psychological aspect and the mental health and just yeah uh, quote unquote therapists versus the physical therapists and there's such a even with pain like there's such a huge aspect of mental health with oh yeah um, you know a lot of the like psychology drives our our pain and our different habits and so it's kind of interesting now I'm well, like yeah. I could nerd out about psychology all day long but so, mm -hmm. so I want to know part of it so well, yeah I mean in your own you know, name it's physical therapist. So it's like, yeah. that's what you probably think going into it. It's all right. physical, but 
Right. Yeah. It all ends up being more mental, I think, in the end for everyone, honestly. Yeah. Mind yeah. over matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned like some people come in and just want the quiet and some people want to talk. Like I'm totally the person that just wants like complete quiet. And, oh yeah. You know, well, I let my client choose. I let them choose. I'm like, you know, I'll go into it. Just yeah. if they want, if they start talking, I'll talk back. But if yeah. they don't, then I just, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I've had some massage therapists that like just keep asking questions and I'm like, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny. I, I read people from the moment they walk in the door. It's like, I, you know, I just try and get a good piece of what they are before even they start talking. So sure. it's just reading them and you know, yeah. It's important yeah. to try and get to know him a little bit before. Right. Well, Taylor, this has been great. Um, is there anything else that you want people to know either about you or about uh, our wife salon spa? Well, no, but if anyone would ever want to come see me, we're in Urbandale on 100th Street, and we are a full-service salon. And I do have an Instagram and a Facebook. Um, my Instagram is Taylor White Massage Therapist. And Art of Life also has their own website too, so awesome. you can scope it out if you are interested ever. So perfect. Well, thank you so much, Taylor. This has been great. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to learn more about today's guests or about Kaizen Health and Wellness and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free for life, head over to KaizenHealthAndWellness.com to learn more.